are living in a world of accelerated change. And with accelerated change comes accelerated fear. You can keep up with the change and you can face uncertainty without fear or anxiety. Anxiety will cause you to ignore your ability to move towards the individual and massively transformative purpose that you were made for. In reality, anxiety and curiosity cannot exist at the same time, which means curiosity is the practice that you can develop in order to train your mental agility. Practicing curiosity and training for mental agility enhances your ability to move towards your purpose again. With mental agility, you can think clearly, understand quickly, make creative decisions, and generate velocity, which is the speed at which we move towards our purpose. And a clear, defined purpose serves as a perfect target. But how do we know what our purpose is exactly? Well, at the intersection of curiosity and velocity is curiosity. Hi, I'm Carrie. And this is my podcast where you can hear my philosophies and be introduced to people helping me achieve the impossible. Any human can do what I'm doing, and every single person has access to doing the impossible. So, are you ready to expand your human experience? Are you ready to grow your current capabilities exponentially? Good, because it's time to dig in and experience curiosity. Hi, how is everybody? So it's been a couple weeks since I put a podcast out and I apologize, kind of. Um, <laughs> it's really fun figuring out what it is that you're super passionate about and growing a business around that, right? Um, and if you haven't had this experience, I highly recommend giving it a whirl. That doesn't mean quit your day job. Explore. Find great things that you love to do. Find things that you're curious about. Things that you're passionate about. See how they connect to other things in your life. See if you can build a business around it. It's this amazing era that we live in where we have access to this little handy-dandy device in my hand where I can literally put out a podcast without setting up a podcast studio. Now, for the first few episodes, I really kind of tried to set up little temporary studios here and there to um, accommodate my idea of a professional-sounding, formatted podcast. In the last two weeks, I've really come to the conclusion that that's not how I want to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do everything yet, and I don't even know the real direction of my content. I don't know who I speak to specifically, but I do know what I experience. And I think that as I go through this process of building my business, and I'm still working hourly, and I took a huge pay cut to work hourly in a space that was totally different than I was used to, in order to be able to afford time to work on my personal business while I was getting paid hourly, kind of doubling down. Another interesting thing that's happened in the last two weeks is I've started working with my subconscious more than I ever have. I've always been a big proponent of changing language, and that's kind of like the mechanics of change. 
And now I'm looking at like the vibrational change, like the woo-woo spiritual. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I don't know. See, I wouldn't even call it spiritual. Just the, um, just the unconscious or the subconscious sort of approach to what I've been doing, like I said, manually or mechanically almost. And that is really bringing some insights to where some struggles are coming to surface that I didn't really believe that I have. But <laughs> in this particular environment, it's very obvious that I'm struggling with a couple of things. I don't know how it's going to turn out, and I don't know exactly how the process is going to come full circle. But I think that just being, I'm just really excited to share that with everybody. Um, I think it's going to be really relevant, and I can't stress enough how important I think it is for everybody to take command of their destiny. <laughs> and that sounds a little bit cheesy, but I'm being dead serious, okay? We create our reality. This is something that I've always said. That can be the overarching theme of my podcast, I guess, is that we create our reality with our thoughts. And because of the nature of how our brain works, we don't see all the thoughts that we're thinking. Uh-huh. I know. It's really annoying. But because of it, we have enormous imaginations and we're able to do what most mammals cannot, and that is imagine a different future than the inevitable instinct-driven future, which is so exciting to me. If you're familiar with Elon Musk at all, um, you'll know that the reason why he's been able to innovate where he's innovated and what intensely drives him is uh, physics thinking or first principles thinking. So he's an engineer. I am not. He deals with materials. I like to think that I am a first principle thinker about thinking <laughs> and about human nature itself. Where did it all kind of get started? What are the truths of it? What's the very, very basis of our nature? And then what have we embellished through our history and our experiences and our perceptions? And I think so many people believe that certain perceptions are truth. And I say, fine, if it serves you and those around you that you want to serve but if you're not getting results that you can, that are, if you're not getting results in your life that blow your mind, you might want to reconsider how you approach that. <laughs> you might want to consider changing your perceptions. And then after you change your perceptions, as in you shift them and you discover ways to look at stuff that you'd never thought about before, consider this. Just knowing that there's other things, other ways of thinking, other perspectives out there does not mean that you're going to easily believe them and you don't start to see the results until you believe what you think, believe what you know, and you don't know what you don't know until you know, and that always changes. 
I realized lately that I don't exactly know. <laughs> I did not mean to do that. But there you have it. I don't exactly know what I'm good at or what I have achieved or any of those things. And I've kind of come to this conclusion by um, a series of vis visualizations and I've been working on some hypnosis stuff and it's really fascinating to me how our brains work. So it is, like I said, it's really fascinating. <clears throat> it's really fascinating how our brains work. And one of the things that I know absolutely for sure, even if you don't know what the thing is, what we do in one area of our life shows up in every area of our life. So what I do at work, how I show up there is going to be pretty much the same how I show up as, you know, a part of a family or in a relationship or as a mom. Um, and that, that doesn't seem to be true. And when we're struggling, we really don't want it to be true. And I tend to take this mode of, I'm fine. I'm not struggling. I get this. I understand. If I don't, I'll figure it out. I'm not worried. And in a lot of ways, that's partially true. But also, I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> By that kind of work, I mean personal and internal work. A lot of work to do around my works. <laughs> so let's start off by talking about an hourly occupation. You know, I said let's start with our jobs. And I think really what we should start with is observing how we currently do everything and by do everything, I mean how we respond to people, how we solve problems, and what we do with our time. So it's all about noticing. The best thing that I found for myself was to start keeping a time journal. And I don't mean wait till the end of the day. I mean just a little notebook where every couple hours you write down all the things that you finished in the previous couple hours. If you get real advanced... <laughs> And I put that in hard air quotes because it's not going to seem advanced, but it is, I promise you. You will start making targets for your next couple hours. So you review everything you did, say two hours before, and then what you'd like to accomplish in the next two hours. And by accomplish, I mean anything that's scheduled as well as anything that is just what you want to do. Even if it's just watch a TV. I almost said Netflix. People use that too much. <laughs> I like Hulu better anyways. But say you want to watch TV for a half hour in your next two hours. That's fine. Say you end up watching TV for longer. That's fine too. Just make sure you write it down the next time you write down what you did. Okay? All these things are just to notice. There's absolutely no wrong way to do this. The only wrong way to do it is to not do it at all. So, that being said... While you're taking notice of how you spend your time, take notice of the words you use a lot. Do you ever find yourself saying the same thing kind of over and over again or having like the same response for the same situation over and over and over again? People used to ask me, how are you doing? And I would say, oh, every day, whether I want to or not, ha 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 ha. <laughs> that was something that I 
essentially trained myself to say because I thought it was funny. And it kind of answered the question in a way that said I didn't want to answer that question, right? The other thing that people, sorry about the traffic noise, I'm recording outside. Told you I was going to start doing this a little bit more off the cuff. Anyways, another thing that I noticed myself saying is also like in my head as well as out loud is making a judgment of whether something was good or bad. And I never was like judgmental as in you're good or bad or what you're doing is right or wrong. It was always, is that thing good or bad, right or wrong? I really didn't judge people. I would always be like, why are they doing that thing that's obviously bad? You see the difference? So I would not ever call myself a judgmental person. But why I was doing that is so that I could judge myself, whether or not I was going to do things right or wrong. Turns out a lot of those things that I was judging as right or wrong actually had no right or wrong answer. What I was seeing in the world is sometimes doing that thing is useful or not useful. So let's take an hourly job. We'll circle back to that. You can walk into a new hourly job and see stuff that the people who work there either don't see or don't address. Having fresh eyes, being the fresh eyes in a new space where you're getting paid has always inspired me personally to want to tackle the corners that other people aren't tackling. Here's what I found. There's usually a reason they're not getting to that. The reason usually has nothing to do with them being right or wrong, good or bad, or whether or not that thing needs addressed. I wholeheartedly, and I know this from experience, and I've learned the hard way, advise that you always go in seeing how everybody else does it. Learn how everybody else does it. Then go to challenging yourself to make improvements. Then allow yourself to notice this thing that needs cleaned or that thing that needs fixed or this process that could be better. And don't ever do it from the standpoint of these people should be doing it like X, Y, and Z. Say, okay, I finished this and I want to work on this other thing. Maybe you're not that ambitious. For me, I find I can't sit still, and if I do, I hate work. Hate it. It feels so pointless. But if I set up little challenges for myself, then I'm beating myself at my own game every day. And that, no matter how much I'm getting paid and what type of work I'm doing, always feels successful to me. So we have this broad view of success, and then we have our daily success. Every time I catch myself trying to judge something as good or bad and I use useful or not useful, that's a success. Anytime I'm able to do one extra thing that maybe nobody else could get to, that's successful. Again, sorry about the traffic noise. And you know what? The more I let go of having to show people what I'm doing or talk about what I've done to other people or even engaging I'm going to say less I engage less with the notion of how come nobody else does this or how come nobody else sees this because the more time I spend there the less successful I feel the more I feel like it's all pointless the less I accomplish the less I go home and feel fulfilled 
So let's just assume that everybody outside of us is a circumstance. You guys have heard this before. They're outside of us. We can never change them. But if we want to see more done, we can do more. And we get to choose what's most important. That's all for today. This has been another production of KERI Radio. And until I see you again, stay curious.